Well, well, well. To all of you listening, um, I don't know about you, but December has whizzed by. And uh, it's a big warm hello and welcome to Good Morning Suffolk, the weekly podcast from Suffolk News. I'm Cameron Reed. And I'm Sam Harrison. Um, yeah, Cameron, it has whizzed past. Like, mm. I can't believe, well, it's already like, you know, we're in, it's like a, a week, two yeah. weeks till Christmas. It's ridiculous. Like, it's just, um, I don't know where it's gone. I don't know where it's gone. No, it's great. How how how's your um how's your Christmas shopping getting along? Uh yeah, this week's been yeah all guns blazing really. Um, yeah. You see with the the parcel well crisis going on at the minute, it's been a little bit tricky. So I've I've had to adapt my gift ideas slightly. Okay. Um, I'm taking a trip to Sainsbury's very soon, so I'll buy you know the, what are the tags? The tags you put on presents? Are they called yeah, tags? Yeah 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 tags yeah 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 yeah. I've got to buy them and some wrapping paper as well. And I will say wrapping, not musically. Um, I'm talking, you know, present-wise, it's not my forte. Oh, but but rapping music-wise, that is yeah. your forte, yeah? Very much so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, don't. I, I'm like, I feel really behind this year. I don't know why. I think it's just it's just busy. It's busy at work. It's busy when you get home. And then yeah. all of a sudden you realise you've only got the weekends to do it. And um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just goes, doesn't it? But um, do, do you shop for, you've got like lots of people to shop for or is it like, you know, just a few family members? What I like to, well, one from, I get a present from my brother, my sister, mum, dad, grandma, grandpa, uh, my grand in Scotland, uh, and then also my other family in Scotland as well. So quite a bit, mm. quite a bit. I'll probably be spending about hundred pounds. And that's wow. pretty, yeah, yeah. I can't try and keep a limit on gifts in terms of price, but yeah. <laughs> 15 pounds, man. I don't know about you, but 15. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's, you know, with everything going on at the minute, mm. you know, I think um, it's, it's it's sensible to be, you know, thinking of ways to, um, to you know, um, beat the beat the system a little bit. Beat the system, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so last week we mm. asked the question, um, the best, what is the best christmas dinner food item on your on your on your plate so um Uh, we had we didn't we didn't have as many people messaging in which is a shame but my brother messaged in jim said honey glazed parsnips and carrots which i think is controversial i don't know why jim's where jim's got this from because this Mm. isn't something that we grew up with or anything like that i think this is him being a bit more adventurous and a bit more fancy going out you know that's what he's trying to be he's trying to be different yeah that's it yeah we see through you jim mate we see through you (laughs) (laughs) what about what about you karen what's your favorite on a christmas dinner plate um pigs in blankets or yorkshire pudding it's it's between those two they're they're not really real are they those people that say that because they're they're lying your your (laughs) piece of food on on that meal can't be a brothel see I like a Brussels sprout if it's been cooked like really nice. What, like, have you ever had? Have you ever had Brussels sprouts with bacon? Why? Why would I wrap bacon around it when I can just? No. <laughs> you don't wrap it. You like you, it's with the bacon lardons and you fry them and they're like. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is actually good. That is good. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> um, my favorite has it's still from you know we we mentioned last week, but it's roast, roast potatoes like. Yeah, my mum makes just amazing roast potatoes and she makes them super crispy and they're always just so hot and you've always burned your mouth on them but it's it's like you know it's what christmas is all about to me um 
earlier, you know, actually today, I um, released a story onto our Suffolk News website that people can find. And it was um, all about my experience um, buying a Christmas lunch from a petrol station. Um, yeah, so that was quite fun. Uh, I made a little video as well to go alongside it. So if you haven't seen it yet, please do go watch it. Let me know what you think. Um, you can either email uh, Good Morning Suffolk. No, it's not called that, is it? What's the jury <laughs> now? <laughs> Well, my email is sam.harrison at ilivepublishing.co.uk. On the podcast email is gmspodcast at ilivepublishing.co.uk. So either of them, get in touch. Let us know what you think. Um, it was quite fun. It was um, it was a good little good little oh. challenge. And um, it's really happy with how it turned out. Oh, but on today's episode... Oh. We've got a couple of nice um, stories, you know, all kind of getting a bit um, festive now, which is all exciting. Yeah. And um, we're going to start with one um, about this new TV show um, on, coming on Boxing Day. Cameron, do you want to tell us a bit more? Absolutely, Sam. So a Christmas special of uh, a TV comedy series, which was filmed in and around Suffolk. It will air on Boxing Day. So we're talking about The Detectorists, starring, uh, I don't know if you know this, Sam, but Toby Jones and Mackenzie Crook. They're metal detectors called Lance and Andy. And this is filmed in Suffolk for the last three series. So Screen Suffolk, they helped facilitate locations across the county for this episode. And um, the organisation has helped, um, has detailed where the episode was shot. So with Framlingham acting as the fictional town of Danebury. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, a scene in this special features Lance and Andy chasing a skip as it drives off just outside the Castle Pub in Framlingham. Now, on its website, Screen Suffolk said it worked with the locations team, residents, and council to ensure that the filming caused as little disruption as possible. Yeah. yeah so it, it sounds um sounds really good. I I really want to check this out on Boxing Day. Oh. Um, Rachel Aldridge, who is the operations and business development manager said you know there were lots of elements to this scene um i think the one you know chasing the um uh what is it a, a skip as it drives off past the pub and um it had to be timed perfectly to ensure the traffic could move freely around the one-way system in framlingham mm. and um coordinating a skip on a lorry to leave just as the actors ran up um the road was challenging but the locations team were fantastic and communication was brilliant. And um, yeah, no, it sounds just like a really good time. And um, sounds, you know, are you, are you going to be checking it out on Boxing Day, Cameron? I have to say metal detectoring, or however the term is, not my forte. Um, is it not? Not really. And I haven't watched any of the series either. But I'm, I'm, I'm an open-minded person. I would be against it. Yeah, I really like Toby Jones. I think yes. he's a really good actor. Very good. He's very yeah. good. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So next up is about a um, yeah, this Flying Fortress Park um getting some new, some new pool fountain. So um, yeah. Well, tell us a bit more about this. I'll take it away. So um, Grace Adams <laughs> Town Council has has agreed to take on a project to build a splash pool fountain in a public park which is the, the sexual, successful conclusion of a five-year long campaign so this fountain will be erected in flying fortress park on the morton hall estate and it is very much intended for the entertainment of local children 
Um, it's been delivered in conjunction with Taylor Wimpy, Janik and Treat, who have provided around 25,000 towards the £40,000 fountain. And so in 2017, uh, Charmander Tara Chanda started a Facebook group to campaign for our fountain facility, which has somehow and ultimately garnered support of thousands of residents. And there are already similar outdoor water facilities in Newmarket, Ipswich, Haverhill and Cambridge. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, um, you know, it, this seems like really um, quite popular. I think they've been, you know, trying to get this sorted for years. Yeah. So it's um, it's good, you know, this, um, this next step's happening. It's all very exciting. Um, one of the, uh, you know, councillors involved is West Suffolk councillor Brigitte Marga. I'm really sorry if we have mispronounced that, but that's what we're going to go with. Um, who, you know, was re representing Morton Hall since last year, and she recognised the demand for a fountain closer to home. She believes that such um, play facilities have a positive impact on young people's mental health, which is so important, and, you know, highlights in particular the benefits for children with special needs. Yeah. And um, she said, when the, when the school and I got talking, we wondered, is there anything we can do in various Edmonds to help children? Water became one of the big things we talked about. And then some, somebody mentioned Tara Chandler. She's been calling for a water fountain for years. I basically took the campaign and ran with it. So it's all, it's all great. It's all really good news. Um, Barry Sentiments Town Council um, voted to approve the project, which hopes to be delivered by summer 2023. So it's very exciting. Yeah. We, I've taken um, our niece and nephew, well, two nieces, um, Ollie, Isla and Rhea to mm. um, this park before. And it's a really good park. Like, I wish it was there when mm -hmm. i was a kid it's it is it is really good any, any parents in morton hall do will it. know yeah will know you know this park and um it's really popular and i think this this addition of a of a water fountain and like you know having all these you know it's just it sounds like good fun i think it sounds great i think like um it it, it sounds like really ideal for you know to um improve children's socializing going to playgrounds playing yeah. outdoors it's all really good you know and i'm down for anything different that adds just a bit of character to a town as well so I mean, yeah it's a great, great thing, I like that. exactly exactly but next up cameron is our did you know segment so what? so everyone listening cameron doesn't i don't think you know anything about this story that i wrote earlier in the week blind. and um you're blind to this story. So I'm just going to tell you all about it. It was one that I worked on and it was actually my story in last week's paper as well. Mm. And um, it was a really good one. And it's all about this man, David Marsh, who has been the, um, this is a, a cinema manager in Stowmarket for 17 years. Mm. And he's, um, he's stepped down to move on to, his next um his next project you know and um it's just been uh, loads of people have commented on facebook just to say how grateful they are for everything that david's put into the cinema yeah he's just like i've met him a few times and he's just a great guy like all around mm -hmm. and um yeah nearly two decades of being the manager at the cinema and um he took the reins in 2005 mm -hmm. and you know 
from then the cinema admission ad, you know ticket ad, admissions mm. were only like six thousand a year and now they're at 115,000 oh, a year wow. so yeah david's had like a massive impact on that and he oversaw the 3.6 million pound expansion project that brought in like two new screens and a bar and a cafe and um i managed to speak to david and um he was just really nice about it and when he answered the phone he, he was like oh hi sam like oh, <laughs> and he was just so nice like i think you know he must have saved my number which i really appreciate what did you say then? yeah yeah so you know he was just talking about how it's been an amazing time and um you know he's leaving it in such a good place with the new management team which is with um you know the new manager will be uh beth couch who will be taking over david's role and david's going to be leaving on christmas eve oh. so um yeah he gets to you know still got like a bit of time and all the festivities to enjoy but um yeah if you do go into the cinema make sure you say um you know thanks to david and good luck on his next adventure but um you know he shared a memory as well from you know i, I asked him what's like the you know a, a really standout moment on, mm. on you mm. know for your career good question. and and you know i've got a quote from him that says one of the saddest and happiest moments was after the fire um which was in 2009 mm. and it completely like devastated the building and they were out of business for like six months and um he, he he said like we had just started turning the admissions around and we felt like all our hard work was for nothing and we had no idea what was going to happen but the day after the fire um the people of Stonemarket came in and wished wished them all you know like you well and said that they couldn't wait for the regal to come back even stronger in the future and um david said that there was probably 20 people brought in cakes you know just to wish them good luck and he said it was so kind and he says that the the main thing he'll miss about the regal and everything that goes along with it is the kindness and support of the people in town so i just thought that was lovely and you know yeah like i was saying best of luck david in the future if you are yeah. listening and um what a career can you imagine working anywhere for 17 years cameron oh, respect res huge respect and yeah. i wish you the best in the future as well to be fair yeah so he's going to be going to a um a bigger venue in essex so, oh. so yeah the big leagues now is the big oh. leagues <laughs> okay. yeah and then um the final story really today before we get into some events yeah it's just um it's just a little prompt to everyone listening to go yeah. and trial out this um this quiz that's gone up to the website um yesterday uh it's called top chef top suffolk chef and casa owner mm. um barry st edmunds maria broadbent invites us to try her festive food and drink quiz mm. so it's a quiz for all you foodies out there um chef maria broadbent has put together 48 questions um to test your cooking knowledge how is your cooking knowledge cameron um about as sharp as a blunt knife oh um, dear <laughs> I'd rather just eat the food and then worry about it afterwards. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. You, no. know what? you know what? I can take some lucky guesses. Guesses, I'm sure. But well, I had I had a look, you know, and um, I don't think they 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 they're quite challenging. But I feel like maybe this is like kind of a family thing. Maybe get oh. everyone around, and um, you know, everyone can share their expertise in the kitchen. 
Mm. Um, I think it just sounds like good fun. And it's 48 questions as well. So it's plenty there to um, sink mm. your teeth into. How many of them are you getting right then? Should you do the quiz? <sighs> I don't know. I, I haven't actually, like, I haven't sat down. I, I've looked at the questions, but I haven't sat down and actually mm. thought about it, you know? Mm. So I, I think I think I could probably get about about half. About yeah. 50%, 60% maybe. But um, but yeah, if you know anyone listening wants to test their knowledge and get a bit festive yeah. of a quiz, um, just search for Maria Broadbent quiz um, on mm. our Suffolk News website and it should pop up. So mm. yeah, good luck with it. Yeah, and now uh, we've got a bit of a, a juicy event that will be happening next week. Now, Sam, I'm going to do a bit of a pun here. Yeah, if there's, well, it's a sort of a pun, I guess. Let's hear Does it. your mother know this event's happening. <laughs> Very good. Very There's a little good. for you listening. So it's, yes, a hugely popular show is set to return to the Apex once again on the 22nd of December. That's right, baby. Abby Abba party night is back. So we're talking Agnetha, Frida, Benny and Bjorn, Bjorn, I think that's how you say the name, from yeah. the 1974 Abba tribute show. And they've been performing for over 20 years and they're going to be doing Abba's greatest hits in their own kind of fun and unique style as well. So the show is kind of famed for their authentic voices, like mine, you know, um, musical excellence, original costumes, and for any of you dancing queens out there, this is this is one for you. So, and apparently every year, the, the Apex is just dancing and singing from the very first song, and it, you know, it features all the bangers. We're talking winner takes it all, Mamma Mia, money, money, money. I mean, you can't, you can't miss with those songs. And so the stalls apparently, again, will be a big giant dance floor. So there's there's a lot to do there, and if it's if that seems a bit of you, you know, to those of you listening, tickets at the Apex are on sale for twenty eight pound fifty, and it starts at seven thirty December the twenty second. I would highly recommend. That sounds like so much fun. I I love a bit of ABBA. You can't beat it. But <laughs> an, an, another music event to look forward to, Susie Sue is announced as BBC Soundstage headliner at Latitude twenty twenty three. So, um, Susie Sue, you know, 80s icon. Um, Cameron, I feel like you, you're looking at me like you don't really know, but that's okay. That's okay. Different, different generation. It's fine. Um, Susie Sue has been announced as a headliner for Suffolk's biggest, biggest festival, joining Paolo Nutini, George hmm. Ezra and Pulp on the lineup. Yeah, Susie Sue, you know, broke out into the music industry in the 70s and um, she is Su- Susie in the Banshees was her band, and, um, and then it was the Creatures. But she um, she's been depicted in that new Sex Pistols documentary as well on Disney Plus. Was from by Danny Boyle called Pistol, um, and you know she is just an all-time legend, iconic performer. Mm. Little quote from um, Melvin Benn, who is the Latitude Festival director. What a privilege it is to welcome the iconic Susie to the Latitude Festival. Susie has been an enduring trailblazer and her impact across musical culture is colossal. Mm. Uncompromising, defiant, Susie's powerful body of work is incomparable. There's never been a live performer like her and there probably never will be. So if you're you're a Susie Sue fan and you want to get on down, you know, head to the Latitude website. It's happening, you know, uh, Henham Park. Uh, July 20th to July 23rd next year. Get on down. Wow. And yeah, that's, that's going to be it for our events. Do we miss anything? Let us know. Um, if you have an upcoming event, maybe it's a Christmasy one you want us to talk about, just send yeah. an email to gmspodcast at either publishing.co.uk. 
And there we go, Cameron. Um, the only other thing to say, which I forgot to tell you, which I means, oh. maybe I'm just a bad friend at this point. Oh no. Good Morning Suffolk has been nominated for an NCTJ Podcast of the Year <laughs> award. I yes. Yeah. So we um we're very honoured to be nominated um you know i've been doing this podcast i think this is the 13th episode so 13 weeks of good fun it's changed a lot you know over time and i'm happy with it Hmm. and um yeah really honored to be to be nominated it's very exciting we're going to be heading down to london for the award ceremony in um Mm -hmm. in march and um yeah, it's all. It's all sounds really good. Round of applause for Sam, please, everyone. There you go. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, the only last thing to do now is to ask about yeah. this, uh, our question for next week. Hmm. So um, we want to know what is a Christmas tradition, unique or special to your family. Yeah, a nice little touching one for you guys. You know. Yeah, yeah. And any any traditions or any like, you know, things that you just happen to do every year that you think are special to to your household in any way, let us know. We'd love to hear about them. I've got a few in my head. Mm. Um my mum has this has this um decoration that comes out every year. And I can um I'll tell you a bit more about that next week. But mm. um but yeah, we're good good stuff. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> and um Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast every week, if you do, and um, for being you know, a part of the conversation. This is the last one we're going to be doing like this for the year, but we will be back very soon with some special Christmas episodes. So make sure to um, you know follow us on uh, Suffolk News, but also on Spotify, the Apple Podcast app, yes. anywhere you get your podcast, just you know have a have a look for good morning suffolk and i'm sure we'll pop up but yeah um good morning suffolk is produced by Isle media and suffolk news and we've been your host sam harrison and cameron reed <laughs> cool we'll see you next week guys bye guys <laughs>